This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we resolve to be awesome. Plus, Batman helps a three-year-old poop on the potty, Teresa compliments her partner, and we talk with W. Kamau Bell about stopping his tour to be home with his family. Woo! It's beginning to look, it's really beginning to look a lot like it's Christmas. It's definitely Christmas. It's, it's Christmas. basically Christmas It's right basically now. Christmas right now and, uh, and almost a brand new year. Yeah. We should celebrate by having more babies. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's each have a new baby yeah. in 2015. It's <laughs> 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 ah, hilarious. Uh, how are you, Teresa? Um, I'm good. I actually have a compliment your partner. Ooh, insert sound cue. <laughs> it's time to compliment your I've been knowing that I needed to take my children to visit Santa because, duh, you have to do that. And last year... Katie Bell's like, eh, I've seen him. Well, see, this is the thing. I double extra needed to do it because Oscar's never done it. And Simon, last year we went to do it and I just stupidly took him to like the most popular place to go. Oh, that's right. At the worst possible time. Like, did not plan ahead. And the line was so long that I like saw the line and I just said, yeah, we're not doing this today after all. And he was nice about it, but kind of clearly kind of traumatized. Like, kept bringing it up like for days and days and days. Yeah, why did, why did we not go see Santa? <laughs> right. Why did we not? Why did we not? And so this year <laughs> I resolved I, we are going to see Santa. This child will sit on yeah. a Santa's lap this year. That's right. And so but I was kind of agonizing over it because the only time we had to go was a weekend and uh, it's getting close to Christmas and like all the malls are going to be totally insane. Right. So I was expressing this to my beloved husband mm-hmm. that I really wanted to make this happen and I just didn't want to have another like failure where we all get it together to get there and like it's just I can't you right. know, the line is just massively long and it's stressful and crazy and everybody's hungry and crying right so genius Jesse Thorne figures out that there's going to be a Santa and reindeer real reindeer at the LA Zoo oh. we went to the zoo and we went early enough that literally there was, like, nobody there. Like, there were people at the zoo, but people don't really go to the zoo to see Santa per se. Right. And it's freezing in California it's right so now. Cold. It's 60 degrees yeah. and no one's gone to the right. zoo. Yeah. So, anyways, we didn't have to wait in any line. Santa oh, my gosh. was just there. And it was a really nice Santa. And my kids were hilarious. Neither of them smiled. But right. neither of them cried. They Good. just stared very seriously into the camera. <laughs> But it was fantastic. And, like, we really felt like we did it, you know? Christmas achieved. Yes. That's amazing. Well, good job, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of complimenting your partners, I I actually have, uh, we have on the phone right now, my partner, Stefan. No way. Yes. He's he's, He's here right now? He's right behind you. No, he's on the phone. Hi, Stefan. Hello. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And... So I, I wanted to bring him on to talk to share a genius moment of of his. Uh-huh. Uh, look at us being so giving at we the are. end of the year. Yeah, uh, this is the only thing they're going to get. That's right. That's right. The Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Enjoy this time on air. Um, so we were <laughs> visiting friends on the farm, mm-hmm. as I mentioned uh, near Thanksgiving uh, episode, and 
they had three kids. They've got, uh, with the youngest one being three years old, a little boy who's really obsessed with Batman uh, and is currently in the process of being potty trained. Oh. And our friend on Facebook had posted, gosh, I wish, does anybody want to dress up like Batman to like show up at our house and convince my kid to poop on the potty? Because I feel like that would make him poop on the potty. Because yeah. he'll pee on the potty, but he needs to poop. To which I responded back, you know, we're yeah. coming. Yeah. Go get a, go get stuff in a Batman costume. Yeah. And uh, so of course, no. I was really looking forward to this. We were looking forward to this. But the Batman costume did not show up. But in the course of just hanging out and playing with their kids, the little boy is dressed up as uh, like Batman. Yeah. And he and Stefan start playing. And then Stefan <laughs> proceeds to start doing Batman talking about pooping on the potty. <laughs> and it goes on for like the entire day. <laughs> Stefan is doing these things on and on just and like on. Just slipping and on. it into conversation. Yes, like, right. Oh, so, by the way, okay. I like yeah. So here's Stefan, what I really because I, I can't do it justice. So, Stefan, I'd like you to give us some of your best I'm Batman pooping on the potty lines that you were saying. Okay. Well, I mean, they started kind of simple. It really was like, you know, I'm Batman and I love to poop on the potty. Uh, you know. Like, when I'm not fighting crime, I'm taking a big old poop on the potty. Uh, or, uh, before I can make Gotham safe, I have to make. <laughs> I have toilet paper on my utility belt in case I have to take a big poop. (laughs) And then my my all-time favorite one. My all-time favorite one. Okay, okay. Uh, I can't take on public enemy number one without going number two. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Stefan does this. So Stefan does this like all day. And it's it's cracking everybody up. And by God, the next day, he poop not my husband yeah. not batman but the three-year-old but i did too though yeah well yes we you're, hope so. you're very regular uh <laughs> poops on the potty and like comes out he's like i pooped on the potty and, you know, it was just amazing That's and amazing. i was like Stephen, you understand that you are officially responsible yeah. for this child pooping on the potty it's fantastic so good job good job Stephen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, great. Uh, we're going to hang up with you now. <laughs> Bye, Stefan. Bye, Bye Stefan. So, that's amazing, that's right? So it's, great. It's so great. Um, so speaking of big changes, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on, achieving mm-hmm. goals, yes. like pooping on the potty, <laughs> we're going to wrap up mm-hmm. the 2014 year of One Bad Mother and talk about resolutions where we resolve to be amazing. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Resolutions. Yeah. What do you think about resolutions in general? I I have a few thoughts about resolutions. Do share. Yeah, I'll grab a coffee. Ask. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, honestly, I think they can be great. Um, I think that, I think making a resolution is great in and of itself. <laughs> That's like, okay. really, like, I really, I think that there are things that work really well and things that don't. Like, I feel like it can't be really vague. Right. 
It has to be specific. Yeah, I resolve you to be to, better yeah. is actually not a good resolution. Yeah, like I resolve to lose weight or I resolve <laughs> right. to eat better. That's nothing. not a resolution. That's not anything. Right. No way to actually follow through on that and no way to fail at that. It right. just is nothing. Right. Um, so it has to be like a real thing. And I also think like um, it, like like last year my resolution was I was going to eat at least three fresh fruits or vegetables per day. Or just squeeze them in. And Sorry. I just squeeze it. I know. Um, but the thing is, is that, like, even though that's, like, come on, three, that's yeah. not even as much as you're supposed to eat in a right. day. But, like, with a new baby at the yeah. time, it was, like, actually really helpful to me to, yeah. like, set something like that up because I could just do that. I could make that happen. It's actually and that very way, hard for, to, fi- to eat three hard. vegetables fresh or, fruits or fresh vegetables, vegetables today. Per yeah. Day. yeah, it was kind of hard. I yeah. didn't actually do it every day. But, like, I tried. <laughs> no, but and, it's like, a good it was, goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It did actually, like, help me to, like, if I had a second to run in the kitchen and grab something to be, like, oh, and rather than grabbing, like, a handful of crackers, right. I would, like, grab some celery and peanut butter or right. something, which, like, is a little bit better. Yeah. Um. So, like, I feel like that can be good, but I feel like also... That like there's this whole thing of like oh people make these resolutions at the beginning of the year and they never follow through with them. <laughs> people are the worst. Like nobody can do anything. Like I, I just I just hate that. Like I think that's such bullshit because mm. like I think trying to be better is oh. great. Yes, I, regardless. Yeah, like I, if you can't yes. do it. Okay, but you like trying is good. Just trying is good. I I firmly agree. You know, I you know, I I think we are both of the mindset of what can we try and get? I I think anybody who sits there and says I want to try and be better at this or that and it, I mean I I think that it's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. And it, it's such a good thing to do and I think you're so right that there's such this like you know, we have just become so cynical and so, as a as a yeah. group of people. Yeah. Um, and resolutions falls right up there. But I was thinking of something that I hadn't really thought about in terms of resolutions while you were talking. I was thinking about the reflective aspect of it. Uh-huh. And I certainly feel like uh, the last couple of years with kids, I, I haven't actually been very good at making resolutions uh-huh. or even thinking about it. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, shit. It's, it's yeah. New Year's Eve. I haven't thought. Anything about yeah. this, so I'm yeah. just not going to do it. Yeah. But I think there is something really nice about sitting down and really thinking about what it is that you'd like to do differently or add or change. Or and I think there's I, I think there's something about resolutions always having to be about changing a negative to a positive yeah. as opposed to like just making a positive even more positive yeah. or gaining a new positive or or trying something trying different trying something new it yeah. isn't always like lose the weight get in shape yeah. you know what i mean like those are all great things yeah. stop drinking wine every night <laughs> um never there's a study that supports it somewhere. Um, but, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like, again, like you said, the whole, like, resolutions, rah, rah, rah. I yeah. think there's also, we get hung up on resolutions having to be about focusing on something negative about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, you know, all joking aside, becoming more awesome. Yeah. You know, like adding to the awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that's. I hope that this year I can be more reflective and use it more as a time of reflection mm-hmm. than as a, oh, my God, I'm putting weird pressure on myself about something yeah. in which, 
no one actually oh, totally. is asking me to oh, do. Oh, totally. Like, it's got to be something <laughs> that helps you. Yeah. Like, like um, it, it's got to, right. it can't, yeah, it, the thing of just like, oh, I have to do, like, giving yourself an <laughs> extra thing to fucking worry about. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Let's resolve not to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to. Boom. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um. All right, so have after having kids, think back to pre-kid yeah. Teresa making rev, uh, resolutions yeah. or revelations, really, either, yeah. um, to now having kids. Has having kids affected your resolution process? In any way, either making them or not making them? Or... I think, um, well, I know there were a couple years, like, when Simon was new mm-hmm. that I was just like resolute like somebody asked me like oh, what are your resolutions and I was like I don't have time for that shit I, know. I don't know I'm just Sleep trying to get more. through the day like <laughs> right. I don't know I don't need a resolution not leave my family <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think yeah so I think there was definitely some of that I think it has crossed my mind that you know I used to be a runner and mm. I know that someday I will get back into it it was really good for me for a while and I try not to like feel too like down on myself right. for not doing it right now because it's it I mean it kind of it kind of filled a void at the time and at this point there's no void <laughs> yeah there you've got no something void. fill in your yes, void right I have now plenty of yeah. <laughs> your void is runneth over yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I try not to, like, worry about that too much. And, like, if I do get a chance to take take a jog one day, great. But, like, mostly it's, you know, walks with yeah. the kids or, you know, a quick walk here or there. Um, but I will say, like, thinking about what my resolution was going to be for 2015, there is a part of me that would love to just say, like, you know, I'm going to do at least, you know, two or three miles a day. Right. But... I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because I just kind of know that, like, I could do that. I could. Sure. It would, I would really have to be prioritizing right. that. It at, would require a lot of more. a lot of other things. Than like, you may be able to get. Exactly. Which circles back to the don't yeah. do resolutions that are unachievable. Right. Be, or or mean, that are going to just stress you out. Right. Yeah. And again, it's not the, like, I'm I'm resolving to make this huge change or challenge yeah. myself in some way that yeah. that you're setting yourself up to fail at. Yeah. You know, like it does, they don't have to be huge like that. Right. Mm. I don't want to be that person who's like, well, I can't go running. I have I have babies. Like, right. it's not, that's not really what it is. Like, no. that really simplifies it. Yeah. It's really like my life has become a bit more of a balancing act yeah. with kids. And so it really is like, Different things have, like, lost their priority, you know? <laughs> right. Like, I do still care about, like, health, taking care of my body, <laughs> but maybe it's something else. Right, this you know? year. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. What about you? Well, I think, I yeah, I mean, for sure kids made the idea of making resolutions just seem like a joke for a while. Yeah. It, 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 it always snuck up, and it was sort of like it just fell into, like, another thing that I almost forgot to do. Yeah. Like, my birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or totally. this holiday yeah. or our anniversary. Like, what it just fell into this category of, like, I have to think about this thing, and I don't want to think about it. And then, you know, a lot of my resolutions, you know, when I did make them, they were, like, ridiculous things that, like, you know, I'm going to make more time for myself. Again, yeah. things that are unfulfillable. Yeah. But you feel, yeah, and I don't, I feel like it's been forever since I've made resolutions, you know, totally. because it's like, oh, when are Steph and I even going to sit down and talk about resolutions to right. try to help each other meet these resolutions? Yeah. You know, like it's just like, ah, yeah. it's just one more thing of 
Yeah. Yeah. I, well, what, that made me, what you just said just made me think of something. Ooh. I sort of feel like part of why it's hard to make a resolution for the new year is I almost feel like we're making resolutions all the time as parents. Mm. Like, is that something? Like, I, I think that's feel like something. We don't, we're not like, we're not really, I mean, unless like, okay, you're in a rut or something. But like, right. I feel like we are kind of just like constantly trying to do better and try, trying to point. like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like, I'm going to like, you know, use the babysitter to More. clean out the closet. Right. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Whatever, make like, more time with my husband. I'm gonna yeah, like, not yell at my kids as much. Yeah, I'm gonna or eat I'm gonna better. Like, and, you know, I'm gonna stop giving my kid a bottle at bedtime. Or right. you know, just there's always we're always kind of like yeah. resolving to be better. That's true. All I, along, right? We're parenting <laughs> where every day is New Year's Eve. Ten. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> hey, I'm counting down, but it has nothing to do with celebrating a party or a New Year when I'm I count drunk down. Right now. Five, Katie Bell. I'm gonna count to five. One. Two. All right. So I, I agree. I think that I think as parents we are resolving a lot. So we've decided that we're going to think about ourselves and reflect. We're gonna uh-huh. reflect mm-hmm. and we're gonna set some realistic mm-hmm. resolutions mm-hmm. to be more amazing. We're not gonna do negative ones or try not to do negative yeah. ones. What are some of your have you thought about any resolutions for this year? Um I have. I'm kind of embarrassed about mine. Are you? Yeah. Good. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I just want to get it out there. Get and it get out. With it. Spit it out. Um, I have really bad posture. <gasps> so what is? It? I do too. Okay. And yeah. So I think it's like mom posture. It's There's, mom posture. It's like sitting at the table. It is. My you're shoulders are almost touching the really table. It's really weird. I know because you're that is doing a good I resolution. Think thank you, but I think it's a good resolution because it's something I want really bad. Uh, yeah. But it is one of those that's hard yeah. to like measure success or hard to like. Like okay, so I'm just gonna be thinking about that all the time. I know I'm everybody just posture, straightened like, up. Really in the hard to right. say whether I'm following through with that, but yeah. I'm not really sure how else to do that one. Like that's so interesting. That, sh- that I'm gonna throw that onto my list because okay. that's exactly. But that I because every day like this yeah. last month I've been like I have got to fix my posture. I know my posture is horrendous, and like I the funny thing is I've always kind of had bad posture. Yeah. But um, I notice sometimes if maybe this is just me being paranoid, but if I'm like talking to somebody, I will notice them straighten mm. up. And I swear to God, <laughs> I have such bad posture that people notice and it inspires them to, to straighten up. up. Wow. Because they're talking to me and they're like, what the fuck? I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to look like you, yeah. crazy old lady. Yeah. All right. So no, that's good. There's probably like that's... a million moms out there just went, ah! <laughs> me too. Um, I am. I'm totally trying to sit more erect. Lindsay, really our hard. sound engineer, is out there. She Lindsay was just like, Err. I know. It's you hear all really our, hard. Our backs crack up. Um, all right. That's good. That's good. What else you got? That's all I have. That's it? That's yep. all you're resolving so, to do this well, year? Well, that's all I have so far. Oh, that's pretty good. Nothing. But that's it. Why do you ha- do you have like a bunch? I feel I, like I one a, is like plenty. Eh, well, I, maybe, I, maybe I'll just see which one sticks. Okay. I like the posture. Um, I will say that like uh, in terms of the like finding time for yourself, which Uh I think is too big. This really, I really want this to be the year that I attack the banjo. Okay. I've been saying the banjo for years. Wow. For like, that banjo's been sitting under my bed for like eight years. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, 10 min- if I just spent like 10 minutes a day, it's not uh-huh. like even committing to a marathon. If I just sat down for 10 minutes yeah. and practiced yeah. a day, 
it would like in a month I would be playing, playing the banjo, banjo. Yeah. and like in two months I'd be playing better and in three you know like I, yeah. like I know the end result of it yeah so it's just committing to making this little thing happen for myself and yeah. I feel like it would maybe bring me some joy I think I it would feel yeah. like it would be a new skill I'd like to do yep. Um, so that's like one of my like. Are you gonna like take a lesson? Or are you I just took gonna... a lesson a million years ago, okay. and I've got like a couple of books. And so, so you I have know the, like things you can work. I know on, the basic principles of okay. just like figuring out how mm. to do finger rolls on my banjo, okay. uh, and I have all the stuff. I just have to do it. Okay. It's just making the time. So like that's that's like one, and then uh, there's another one of just like trying to. Um, Really cut down the social media and uh-huh. try and reconnect on a more personal level yeah. with people, I think is – and I you know, I haven't quite figured out how I want to approach that without making it too impossible. Yeah. But um, really just being like, all right, maybe it's just, you know, this much time a day or really once a week or really – you know, just like do yeah. a little experiment. Maybe just do a one-month resolution. And yeah. see how it works. Yeah. You know? So, but I feel like... That is one of those really hard ones. That's a hard like, one. So, I don't know how to maybe word that in a way that is achievable and attainable yeah. and constructive. Yeah. And then... But I, maybe that's okay. Like, maybe it's enough to have something just to keep in mind. Yeah. Just sort of like a long-term yeah. goal. Like, oh, yeah. Remember? I didn't want to just be, like, sucking my life away on yeah, this thing. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Basically. Turn and it then, off. <laughs> Uh, the last one, I think, is more of just a, all right, you know, Ellis is now one. Uh-huh. Things are really returned to some sense of normalcy in the house. Like, nice. you know, I feel, I, I mean, I feel like a totally different person uh-huh. after the year mark. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's, cool. it's just everything is, like, I'm just, like, so much happier again uh-huh. <laughs> as, much as, as much as I ever was that happy. <laughs> uh, but I'm not, like, you know, it's not, like, sadness and despair parenting. Uh-huh. It's now, like, hey, yeah. I'm really ready to roll with this kid oh. and let's throw some shit on the floor and let's, like, just let's just eat puree with our fingers. Like, right. whatever. Like And, like, he's, like, so I feel like there's some normalcy there. So, like, I now want to kind of get back with uh with Stefan. I need you know, like yeah. I need as a as his partner, we need I would like to make continued efforts to sort of continue to reconnect uh-huh. and, and move forward as uh-huh. a couple. Um which is just something that, you know, it's very easy, I think, especially as mom to like kids first, you're tired, you're I mean all those things that are incredibly true during the first year of having a new baby in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, mixed with like how hard the year was for us. I, you know, I think it's you know, it's that reminder of, oh, I married this guy because he brings me great joy. Yeah. I need to let us have that joy again. Yeah. I need to like celebrate that joy. Totally. And that's and that's me bringing that to the table. Uh so those are like sort of my things I would like to be reflective on over the year. That's really nice. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, yeah. as much as I love the idea of me just having one dumb, <laughs> like, meaningless uh, resolution while so you, you have, be like, a, a better, whole list You of can be a better changing. friend to me. Yeah. No, actually, um, there is one thing that I am working on right now, which could be yeah. a New Year's resolution because I could I, throw into the pile. Yeah. Um, and that is, I've been working with my dogs um, and a Ooh. trainer. Oh! <gasps> Yeah. Really? Which, like, we just kind of, it came, it got to the point, this is not just me being like, I'm going to be better. This is like, my one dog was attacking my other dog, and it was like making everybody feel freaked out. And it was kind of getting worse, and the things that we were trying were not working. So we've been, we've talked about 
hi- hiring a trainer to come for a few sessions actually to the house. Yeah. We've been talking about this for years, and I actually finally did it a couple weeks ago. And so she's come twice, and she's going to come a few more times. I really like her. That's awesome. And we've already started, like, putting into practice a lot of new things, like, making a lot of changes. It's going really well so far. And it's one of it's, – it's something where – I feel like I've started this and I really want to see it through. Like nice. I it is kind of a lot of work. Yeah. Like it takes a lot of time and it's extra attention for them, but if I do follow through with it, I feel like it will make all of our lives so much better. So it's, it's almost like a sleep draining again. I mean, like that kind of commitment and work it's that you lot. have to put yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's that could be a new year's resolution. Well, I, like yeah, just I, to follow through with that, like really see it through and Yeah. Um, no, I think that's really good and I think it's I I really I think that the whole thought of resolutions really should shift for us. I think Uh it should be less about some weird list of, you know, check here, check there, and really be more reflexive. I think we should just start calling New Year's Reflections. Okay. Let's get, like, super chimey up Let's in here. Let's do it. And, like... Should we do, like, a, like burn a some sage... In, yeah, some sage uh, that... Oh, smudge. Sh- smudge the period. Yeah. Like, all up. Let's do it. Smudge it. My, uh, <laughs> I, I'm down. Um, I'm down with that right at the end of the recording so that it's, I don't have to sit in the sage <laughs> yeah, smudge. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, no, I think we should be... I think we should be resolving mm-hmm. to be reflective. Yes. And not stress out. About the, I think actually I just want to wrap up on this. You brought up the good point of like, well, there's your list of, you know. That's the other thing. It's like, ah. When you hear, like, if you go out at your Christmas parties and your functions. Actually, no one ever does this at Christmas. So I think it actually might be a fun thing to do as a form of discussion at these Uh parties when you're stuck and you want people to stop asking you about your kids and your parenting. Start asking each other for, oh, what are your resolutions? What are you thinking about as a resolution? Yeah. Uh, what do you plan on reflecting on? And then people are like, mm-hmm. oh, shut up, lame Um, But like, what's your resolution? And then don't – we'd all use this as an exercise, like as a zen exercise <laughs> to not let it turn into, ah, shit. I was just going to play the banjo. Yeah. I was love just my husband more. sit up straighter. But, uh, I was just trying to love Is my husband okay? and play the banjo. <laughs> Sit up straight. Not look like a sad sack. No, you're right. That was just my self-judgment. I like, know. oh, Biz has really thought this through. She has like six things, and I only have one <laughs> stupid thing. I did say so. Well, we're gonna definitely not resolve to mm-hmm. be less judgmental because that is I mean, or feel judged. Yeah. Because that's impossible. No. We we Why we proof we proof time and time again. <laughs> That that is the unattainable goal. We can just reflect on our judgment. (laughs) 24 hours a day. Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Ross. Hi, Carrie. What do you think is creepier? Okay. You jump into a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the water goes away, and instead of water, there is the bones of your dead ancestors Ew. or mm-hmm. our show. 
That's pretty tough because we visited a live exorcism. We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis where we had to worship a naked lady. Oh, and we joined that Tony Alamo cult. Oh. They were scary. Super creepy. We joined the Ethereum Society. We tried penis enlargement, or at least oh, I did. Oh boy, I tried breast enlargement. We have basically done every creepy, weird, fringe thing except for thousands more, which we will get to if you listen to our show. I'd still say the swimming pool with my ancestors' bones. Well, then I don't even know if people should listen. I guess they shouldn't. But if you want to, we're at Maximum Fun, and the show's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius Fail Time. Clearly, we're going to resolve to have more genius moments this year. Only genius moments. Only genius. We resolve to be perfect. We will be perfect parents. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. Uh, for Christmas last year, <laughs> Jesse got me a couple of tops um, that were, like, way too small. Right, not. And then he's like, here's the receipt. You can just go exchange them. And I was like, great. Great. Yeah, I'll do that. And I just, like, shoved them, like, in the closet or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's a year later. <laughs> I've lost some pregnancy weight. Right. The tops now fit me. Hey. I don't have to go to the store. Fuck Boom. you, receipt. Boom, boom, I've got tops. Good job. Thank you. Good job. I'm just impressed you still had the receipt. I'm usually like, just like, oh, fuck it, I'll never get rid of these things. Might as well throw the receipt away. Uh, my genius is, I, I. this is one of those things other listeners are going to be like, go fuck yourself, Biz. <laughs> but ever since Katie Bell, we've done our first Christmas with Katie Bell, I, I pre-prep the presents. So, like, uh-huh. if I have time. Now, there was, like, yeah. last year I did not have time to do this because uh-huh. we had the brand new baby. Mm-hmm. But at, it, right before I wrap, I go in, and if it doesn't have batteries, I stick the battery. If it's not going to disrupt oh, yeah. the packaging too much, yeah. I put the batteries in. I cut all those fucking ties. And that shit ties. because the fucking what's way ties. more stressful yeah. for me is the day of Christmas yeah. where you have, like, a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old who <sighs> opens their present and wants to play yeah, with of it. Of course they want to play with but it. But you have to spend 20 minutes yeah. untying 36 fucking ties that have been twisted in two different directions. It's maddening. It is maddening to me. So I just untwist. I let them like loosely hold things in, you know, so it all still kind of stays together. And then I wrap it up. So when she's done, it just pops out. That's genius. Thank you. Hey, One Bad Mother, this is Courtney in Columbus, in Ohio. (laughs) Sorry, normally I I speak better than that, but I just found out that I'm graduating from college. And that doesn't really seem like that big a deal, except I had my daughter after I dropped out of college when when I was 21. And so statistically speaking, I wasn't supposed to finish. And it was really hard, and it was really awful, and um, and I can't remember what TV is like on a weekday, or, you know, I have no idea what, what people are watching these days, so I'm kind of excited to find out about that. 
<laughs> and it took me a really, really, really long time. And in that time, I met a man who's really wonderful, who my daughter calls dad. And we got married. And I'm pregnant again. And I'm going to be six months pregnant when I walk on Sunday. And... You know, I don't know if this is supposed to be a genius or just a really, really excitable rant. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'm just so overwhelmed and excited, and I had to tell someone about it with, you know, without bragging, although I've, I've done a little bit of that, too, <laughs> with my friends, and, and I just, I feel really good, and I feel like I did something important, and... I feel like I showed my daughter that even when you have kids and grow up, you should still do things that make you happy, and I'm going to have my bachelor's, and and I'm just really, really proud. Woo! I just, I'm good job. I, mean, I have tears. I know, yeah. It was really beautiful. It's so amazing. It really is great. Yeah, it's so good. You should feel fucking yeah. proud out the wahoo. Yeah. And you're I, 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 that is so amazing. It's so great. And you are genius. And yeah. you are doing a fucking great job. And good job enjoying your yes. accomplishment too, which is sometimes hard for people to do. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good job. Failures. Oh, yeah. 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 We have to, sadly, we have to fail. The end of the year. What is your rabbit? 2015, no more failures on one bad mother. <laughs> fail me, Teresa. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. So we couldn't find the blender lid. <laughs> And, like, I'd seen Jesse using, like, a piece of saran wrap, and that was going fine. And, like, I was blending some soup, but I was thinking about how, like— Blending some soup? Yeah, you know, you, like, make the soup, and then you put it in the blender, and then it's, like, soft and creamy or whatever. So I was going to do that, and I was thinking about how, like, a lot of times when I use the blender, like, it doesn't even touch the lid. Like, it doesn't even really—you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it just doesn't even— Especially if it's kind of thick. It's like— so I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just like put my hand on here. I'll just like, put my hand over the glass. What the fuck was I thinking? I mean, like, what I was know. I thinking? I am not sure. So it went everywhere. Oh, of I mean, course everywhere. It did. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And as I was cleaning it up, way in the back of the little crevices of the counter that are covered in like cereal boxes yeah. and like weird vases and wine glasses and crap. Right. I found the blender lid. Hey, right where it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Dude, really, that is very impressive. <laughs> um, so, okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I did the whole like, hey, look, we got all these broken crayons. I'm going to melt them in the oven and make the crayon thing, right? Oh, yeah. All right, and, and that actually went incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter followers might have basked in the glory of my super momming uh like, I felt like a fucking superhero when I pulled those things out, and they were, like, perfect. Cool. Uh, they look like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Cool. Uh, and there are three of them, these discs, and uh, Ellis manages to find them oh. everywhere, and they're perfect for him to just to drag oh. all over the house oh. and just mark up everything. fucking everything. Yeah. Like, the walls. He's like, oh, I'm just going to put it on the shelf. Yeah. But I have such a hard time putting Getting things on it. the shelf, so I'm just going to drag it up and down your furniture 
And like, and this is of course all in Katie Bell's room where I've spent like months like yelling at her for writing on her walls or like uh, whatever. So anyway. Great. It just was like great. So you basically like went I, to the trouble of making something for Ellis to use to destroy your house. Yes. Well done. When you put it that way, Teresa, <laughs> I did great. <laughs> Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a fail in progress. Uh, my son is really going through the phase where he likes dumping things out of one container into another. He's 15 months. So for some reason, I thought it would be great to give him 25 pounds of fluorescent blue aquarium gravel to play with, uh, which he has already spread all over our back porch, our couch, our living room. He managed to get gravel in my pocket of my pants somehow. He's got gravel in his shoes. And I have the feeling that I'm going to have to explain to everyone who visits my house for the next several years why there are little bits of fluorescent blue gravel uh, hidden in pockets all over the house for eternity. So uh, thank you. Yeah, that's like totally one of those things where like, I'm going to give my kids sand. Yeah. You know, gonna love it. Yeah, and like, love yeah, it. And what I've learned is that, like, Katie Bell, I was saying to Stephanie the other day, when are we ever going to be able to feed Ellis with a bowl? Yeah. Because, like, he just, anything that throws comes in a bowl, a bowl yeah. he throws or he grabs stuff yeah. out and throws it on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but Katie Bell never did that. So, I mean, like, you yeah. could give her sand. You could give her a bucket of water. You could give her, you could give her nice things. Uh, you could give her a hockey puck crayon um, until she was five. But anyway, but like, there's that, hey, I'm going to give my kids some sand. That's probably a great idea. Yeah. Or flour. Or aquarium rocks. Yeah. I can see the whole Pinterest like trail yeah. of like, that's a clever idea. That's yeah. much less messy than sand or flour right. or rice. Right. I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Well, you suck. <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. And when I- Teresa. Yes. Today, on this very special Last One Bad Mother of 2014, mm-hmm. let's not call a mom today. Okay. We, we've been kind of celebrating some dads today. Yeah. Your your husband. Yeah. My husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's continue by calling a dad today. Great. How exciting is that? Today, we are going to be calling comedian W. Kamau Bell, who's best known for his critically acclaimed FX series, Totally Biased. And you've probably seen him on Comedy Central, Real Time with Bill Maher, Conan. Pretty much it goes on and on. And you probably have seen him almost everywhere, possibly right next to you, even, (laughs) maybe. Uh, And he's currently hosting a brand new podcast called Denzel Washington is the Greatest Actor of All Time, period. Welcome, Kamau. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the show. One of the first things we always ask our guests is, who lives in your house? Uh, who lives in my house? It is me. It is my wife, Melissa, uh, my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Sammy, and my eight-week-and-two-day-old daughter, Juno. Wow. So fresh. Yeah. So new. So, yeah, so the fact that I'm taking time to do a podcast makes me a bad dad. In uh, this very you moment. are. Yeah. Well, you're a horribly selfish man. 
So, yeah, yeah, selfish, yes, yes, yes. I need to do a podcast about being a good parent. Take that's, the baby. That's right, that's right. Yeah, we, actually, if you could just hang up and put your wife on the phone. <laughs> we, yeah. We, 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 maybe we should call a mom. But actually, one of the reasons we yeah. we wanted to bring you on the show, uh, we had actually a, a lot of, of our listeners actually uh, forwarded to us the fact that you had booked this pretty extensive comedy tour, and then you had this baby, and then you canceled some dates of your tour, making you possibly one of the most amazing dads ever. Uh, Man, the bar for being a good dad has been set really low. I think. No, 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 I think we. I think we. I think that's actually a fact. I think the bar is pretty. We. We actually. Yeah, no, that's, that's actually a fact. No, I remember uh, not to interrupt my own interview, but yeah. uh, I remember. Dude, like right after my first daughter was born one day I was walking down the street and I had my daughter in like an ergo and another dad had his kid in an ergo and he looked at me and he was like dad duty and it was like I was like yeah and I was like no this is called parenting this isn't like that's a right. special yeah. dad thing that we're doing yeah. that's exactly right like, now, we joke all the time like I'll see people my husband and I like, well, on Facebook, you'll see the, like, I was really sick, and my husband totally stepped up, and he's, like, a, such a hero. And we're both yeah. like, nah, you're just, just being a dad, actually. Yeah, he's doing actually that. just yeah. doing yeah. the stuff that you would be doing. Yeah, good good job, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, but I yeah, guess... Th- yeah, but I, and so, yeah, I think it's, there's a little bit... And I think I get caught up in it, too, that thing. It's daddy day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's the one day we I'll be a dad, you know, like that... <laughs> that uh, okay. Calling it babysitting, like you know, just the like because you just get the society has really screwed this whole thing up. Yeah, and, it's a little messed up. Society, society being led by men, blah blah blah. So it comes back to me. I'm sorry, as all well, <laughs> And you should be. And good. <laughs> um, so, well, actually, though, all right. So, my question, one of my questions about this is when. In the process, so like you're booking the tour, your wife is pregnant. Was it like the moment you actually booked the tour that you realized you were probably going to want to cancel some dates? Or was it like right after? I mean, when did you decide to pull some of the dates and what led to the, like, how did you, how did you make the decision with you and your, you and your wife? I mean, I'll say I'll this. There's this thing that happens, and I think it happens like, uh, like, we started booking the tour, like, you know, maybe a year before the tour. Yeah. Like, you know, you start working on things. Hey, I want to tour next year. Okay, we'll do that, da, da, da. And then on a separate track, it, and this is what happens sometimes, my wife got pregnant. Right, yeah. And those two things sort of were, were approaching each other, but I kept sort of negotiating them on different tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, like when we because really, guess what? My agents at William Morris don't uh, wonder about, how does your wife's pregnancy go to affect yeah. you? Yeah, yeah they, don't, <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. So there's that conversation not happening. So I'm the one who needs to be having those conversations. And it just sort of like, and me and my wife talked about it, but she's like, yeah, we'll be back. We will, because we moved back to the Bay Area because we live in New York with the show. When I got canceled and my wife got pregnant, we immediately were like, okay, we got to go back to the Bay Area where we have a support system. Raising a baby in New York sounds like a reality show. Right. Uh, and so we were just like, we got to get out of here. So we came back to the Bay Area. <laughs> And then it just, as things started to pull together slowly, I, I looked up and was like, is this going to work? And then once the baby was born, it was just very clear, like, oh, there's no way this is possible. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, no. Because, you know, I think, and we've talked about this before on the show, but, like, one of the great lies that is told to people with one child is that having another child is easy. And, like, like that, that like somehow oh. it's, like, adding... You're a, already doing you're all already the You're already doing one stuff. thing. It's yeah. super easy. Um, and it's, like, it, it may possibly be one of the greatest lies ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just right up there. I mean, if you, if everybody wants to do each other a favor, just don't ever tell anybody that. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, 
I was in an airport and I ran into Jim Gaffigan, the incredible comedian Jim Gaffigan. Right, right. He's got and a he's bazillion got, kids. I believe he has five kids. Five yeah. kids, yeah. I think. Yeah. More than more kids than is appropriate as far as I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he has he might even have six. He's got an audience. Point. Yeah. He has an audience yeah. that he can just take around. Yeah, he's got he might have six. He's got a he's got a Brady bunch of children. Yeah. And uh and so we were talking in the airport. I go, yeah, my wife's pregnant. He goes, what is it? He goes, oh, so how many will that be? I go, number two. And the dude with five to six kids, we'll have to Google that later, goes, oh, two is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, thank you, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. He it goes, because he goes, he's like, when you have a, when you have like, when I have five kids or whatever, five or six, where he goes, it's just chaos and you know it's chaos and you submit to the chaos. But two kids, you really think you can keep it under control. And yeah. You can't. That's a really Ooh. great point. And, and that Teresa and I both are just uh, a year over the second kid mark. Like we've just hit a little bit past a year. Both of us have two now. And, uh, and you know, listeners know this was probably not a happy time <laughs> for. It was a happy time. It was the it was... worst year of my life. <laughs> it um, was hard. It was hard. So yeah. how are you guys doing? Well, you know, I've gotten one thing I've gotten over is, is lying to people. People go, "How's it going?" I'm not. I don't. I don't say, "Oh, it's good." And I go, "No, it's hard. It's hard." Good. <laughs> people know, like when your friends and family go, "Like, how's it going?" And with the two kids, they want you to be like, "Oh, it's great." I'm like, "No, it's really hard." It's the hardest <laughs> thing I've ever been through in my life. Good. And then there's a profound silence, and we move on to another topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, so no, and, but, well, yeah, that, that's it. And my wife is not working right now. She's got a PhD in MFA, which she's. She's at home with, uh, you know, with our with our child and our our three and a half year old is in preschool, and so there's just a lot of like, but then there's a lot of like, who's going to pick up? Who's mm-hmm. going to go? You need to feed her. She's breastfeeding, so there's like, and we're trying to slowly work the bottle. There's just a lot of coordination, yeah. that it takes, and it, and it means that like things have to get pushed up to the side. And one thing that has to get pushed is the amount of work I'm I'm able to do, and the amount, and when I'm at home, I have to make sure I'm as much as I can be at home, even if I need to. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely, working from home has proven to be a very difficult thing for a lot of people. And I think we we have touched on in the past that people who have creative jobs, it's there's a really easy assumption out there that, oh, well, you know, you're doing comedy, so. Yeah, you're who, flexible. You're flexible. And, you know, I mean, what's, yeah. how hard is it making jokes when you're at home? Oh, you must be getting a lot of material from those babies. Um, yeah, well. Well, it's really hard to make jokes when you're so tired you can't yeah. see straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really hard to make jokes when you're like, I just want to lay down. That's right. It, it becomes very unfunny. <laughs> no, it becomes, it becomes profoundly unfunny. It becomes like, I mean, there's that thing that happens in, at like, I feel like 3 o'clock in the morning is the hour when I'm just like, everything is the worst. Yeah. Nothing is worth anything. We're all doomed. <laughs> and the only thing that gets me through it is looking at my baby and like, this is all for you. <laughs> you're, the, you're the one thing I can't be mad at. Everything, yeah. but I'm going to put anger out towards the rest of the planet right now. Because this seems impossible. So how's the response been from fans? Uh, you know, it's funny. I really, when I put that uh, that thing up, it was really an apology to the cities I wasn't going to. And I really, I feel, I never put it up as like, hey, everybody, here's a model of how to be a father. I certainly didn't put it up for that reason. It was right. really like, I felt really bad about, you know, I know I have a very small and fervent fan base, and I know that there's a lot of the cities or cities I've never been to before, and I felt guilty and sad about the fact that I couldn't get there because of my life. But I also knew that, like, I had to choose my family over this, and I'll get there eventually. But so when I started to get feedback about, like, I saw friends on Facebook posting, like, about this is a dad, blah, 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 you know, and I don't want to say the words because I don't sound like I'm taking credit for it. But when I started getting positive feedback for the dad thing, I was like, 
this is weird, and I hope nobody thinks I did it for this reason, you know, because it certainly was a, a decision about my family, and and also they're also feeling bad about canceling the thing. So certainly those people in those cities, have, some of them have been upset about it, and but you know, but I also know that if this is a you know it's a long term thing this career, so I have to I have to choose my family, and also moving back to the Bay was choosing my family. So I'm really in a place right now where. I totally have to. I have to put my family over my career. My career, if it's about a battle between us. Well, I, I just want to say it is actually okay to to you are doing that. It is actually a great thing, and it's okay to be like, you know what? Yeah, it'd be t- I, I think it's okay to allow people to say, actually, that's a really hard decision that you made, and that's not an easy one to make, and it is. Super impressive because it is. I mean, for I think moms and dads, it is a having kids one, two, a herd, whatever, wherever you are in the game of, of having the kids, those decisions that affect you personally are really hard to make. And and they can be, I mean, because it's again, it's easy to be like, oh, well, you're a comedian, you know, like you have the luxury of, of taking that time off, but you don't because it's how you're supporting your family, and it's really no different exactly. than any other job out there. So actually, it, we're going to give you like a little free space here to be like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I appreciate that. I feel like a lot of times compliments like this are like uh, it's like a black belt in martial arts. I can't give the black belt to myself. I just have to accept it from other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I want to talk about, uh, you've got the new podcast. I really only, uh, you've got the new podcast about Denzel Washington being the greatest actor of all times. And I'd really like to step away from his acting career and just talk about what kind of dad you think <laughs> Denzel is. And do you think Denzel would have made the same choice that you made? I mean, I think, I, I will say this, there's, <laughs> you know, I've followed Denzel's career and life closer than most, me and Kevin Avery are, you know, the preeminent Denzel scholars currently working <laughs> And there, I have certainly read stuff about Denzel. Like his son was a uh, played football in college, and he went to all of his son's uh, football games. And and also, neither none of his kids are actors, which to me shows that he's not like not you know he's not Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith thing them, <laughs> which is yeah. a verb. Uh, you know, so I think that there's clearly he's letting his kids do what they want to do, and he also you know he's got yeah there's we have yet we're not TMZ his kids aren't being on TMZ yeah. you know and they're all you know so I clearly I feel like. He 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 clearly spent time with his family. He did you know did a big did a big interview with his wife at the magazine, and you know they talk a lot about family. And I feel like so in that sense, yes, the Denzel is a is is a model for me in many ways. But also is that thing about like letting his family take the floor. Now also when you get a check for twenty million dollars to do a movie, right. it can make it easier to go see your son's football game. I don't want to you know give him dad of the year award yet, but I certainly get that. It's also easy to keep taking those checks for twenty million dollars and never be around. Right, right, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, you are, you know, you are doing, in fact, a very good job. Yeah. Not nearly as good as your wife, uh, but you're no, doing. Of course, no, you're doing good. And let me say this. Let me say this before I go. I just also the thing that it really occurs to me in the middle of this, as you mentioned this earlier, is that my mom was a single parent and worked a and worked a fifty hour a week job out in the suburbs. So it was yeah. like an hour long drive to get there and back. And it and kept me in private schools and kept me in after school stuff and, yeah. and you know God, I, I I never suffered for anything from my mom and so the thing I feel like now is it's like I have no idea how she did it. yeah well you know, you know yeah I, yeah no it's amazing I think that's one of the greatest as we know what the greatest lie is about having to I think one of the greatest truths about 
having kids is like you suddenly it shifts your perspective on your entire life before kids in terms of your parents. And like it's just such a good reminder to be like at my darkest moments, I'm like, I should call my mother and say thank you. Just again and again. Everybody, call your mom. Or your, mom or your dad. Call both. Mom, dad, just say thank you because I'm pretty sure I was a total shedhead like 90% of the time. And thank you for doing that. Thank you. Um, well, Kamal, thanks you for joining us. Uh, you're doing a good job and we'll link everybody up to the tour dates that you actually still have uh, going yes, forward yes. as well as the website and the new podcast which is really a very insightful podcast on Denzel Washington and a lot of fun. And thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. send a message, pick up the I'm Cameron Esposito, and each week I'm joined by my fellow podcasters, Rhea Butcher. That's me. And Ricky Carmona. I am Ricky Carmona. We talk about action and sci-fi movies on a little show called Wham Bam Pow. You can find it on MaximumFun.org. It's amazing. Super fun. True that. Reviews, news, and stuff you can use. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was really fun. Mm Mm-hmm. On a ranking of like, I don't know, greatest dad, maybe like number number four dad. <laughs> no, I think that's awesome. I think it really yeah. is. Yeah. I, I really actually do think it's a good job. That's yeah. like a serious decision to make. Yeah, it is. And, you know, and we've been talking about it with previous guests about like, it's basically paternity leave. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it shouldn't be something, it should be something that is celebrated so that men feel good about taking that time off. Mm-hmm. But it also shouldn't, it should be so commonplace right. that it's not like hero worthy. Right. It's just, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course you're taking the time off. Or of course you you made these decisions. And I, I think I think we sometimes get wrapped up on the show a little bit, uh, you know, just joking and, and having fun. And we don't say enough that like, good job to the dads and the partners mm-hmm. out there who are, you know, who are making sacrifices just as much as, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 mom who's maybe staying at home or working the jobs. Or, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like everybody's yeah. coming. Everybody's on the same team. Yeah, I think take I think the I think the good job comes from working together as a family yeah. to do the best thing. Like, you know, in some cases you just can't take the time because right. you actually need the you need yeah. that paycheck. Exactly. For your family. And that's. That's okay too. Yeah. Like that's the fact that you like work together as a team to figure out what the best thing was to do. Yeah. That is what is doing a good job. I it's think. a long game. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, you are making decisions that, you know, favor one person more one time or favor both or are all about the kids or have nothing to do with the kids because long term you're, you're trying to reach this goal of, of, not getting uh, divorced. Not getting divorced. <laughs> not going out for milk and never coming back. Or cigarettes. Or cigarettes. Or cigarettes. <laughs> or cigarettes. 1998, Biz, going out for cigarettes. <laughs> never coming back. Uh, you know what will make us all feel better? What? <laughs> cigarettes. Uh, listening to a mom have a breakdown. Okay. Okay. 
Hi. So, um, I'm calling to leave a rant. And it is, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. This is the most exhausted rant I think I've ever left for anybody. Not that I call friends and leave rants, but oh my God, I'm so tired. I can't, I can't keep, um, can't keep a, a, a sentence in my head. So it is a week before school starts for my child, my oldest child, and my youngest is going to school full time starting next year, and she's only two and a half, but that's really none of anybody's business. So it's a week before, and it's everybody else in my entire neighborhood is already back to school. And I think everybody else in my entire city is already back to school. And she was out of school two weeks earlier than everyone else. So I am just so tired of summer. I am so tired of the relentless hot bully that summer is. And I really need to have about two hours of time where nobody is telling me they need anything. And I'm not doing anything for anyone else. And I need a pedicure. <laughs> oh, my God, I need a pedicure. Um, I need to not be doing five things in one moment. Right now I am hiding in the bathroom, which is really <laughs> funny, just so I can call and leave this message. And I love my children. I completely love my children. But I just need a break. And I figured you people would know what that means. And... um I'm just really tired because I've reached the time of the year when my two-year-old starts screaming because she's feeling something for like the 1500th time in that hour. Instead of wanting to comfort her or ask her what's going on or give her empathy, what I really, really, really want to do is go running, screaming from the room. So that's my rant. And I'm just exhausted. Thanks. Bye. Oh, tired mom rant. Haven't we all been there like yeah, an hour ago? Like right this minute? <laughs> yeah. That, that, the tired, the all the kids into summer break. No one's back at school. That's really hard. Yeah. Because you've just run out of ideas. Mm-hmm. They're with you all the time. Mm-hmm. There's the like two year olds just not just everything. just not listening, doing crazy things. And you're tired. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're doing a good job. You're gonna be fine. Hanging maybe not. I don't like to tell people they're gonna be fine. You're doing a good job. You are, yeah. That's the point. Yeah. You're doing a good job. And hiding in the bathroom, that is what the bathroom is for. That's our established. That's our holiday hashtag. Yeah. Hiding in the bathroom. Hashtag hiding in the bathroom. That's what we're all looking for. So you're doing a good job. Hang in there, Mom. What a nice show. What a nice ending to the year 2014. Yeah. For our New Year's resolutions, we are going to reflect (laughs) more. We're going to try and be realistic with them. And if we don't have fucking time for them, we're not going to fucking do them. Nope. Bullshit. Done. Resolve to not be stressed out about resolutions. Yeah. Uh, do resolve, though, yeah. to, to just take care of yourself. Yeah. 
take care of yourself this year. Think of something yeah. to try to make your life better. Even if it's just waking up every morning, looking in the mirror and saying, good job, you. You're killing it today. Good job. Today is the day I'm going to do it. And <laughs> again. It, again. Just like I did yesterday. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. We're doing it. Um, and uh, let's all reserve, resolve as parents, like uh, Kamal, to just work together with our partners and uh, to make decisions that work for your family yep. this year. You know, and remember, you're on the same team. Yep. We're all friends. We all want happiness and good things we want this to work we want we want to do it and we want it to work <laughs> it's our mantra for 2015 we're doing Has- it hashtag hashtag on that is lowest possible expectations <laughs> you only have by the time you listen to this you have like what you're on the last days of the holidays yeah. we're gonna do this together we're gonna take off next week to spend quality time with our families mm-hmm. So we will be joining you with the great hashtag hiding in the bathroom yes. uh, year-end wrap-up. We expect to see lots of that. Uh, and while we're off uh, next week, let's all take a little time to jump on Facebook, uh, jump on Twitter. Uh, if you're not following us, please do join us for the great hashtag I'm hiding in the bathroom. Let's maybe do a series of hilarious photos on Facebook. The door, everybody's bathroom door. Shot from the bathroom inside the bathroom. That's what, actually that's exactly what I want to see. Yeah. Christmas weekend or week that day, those two days. Yeah. I want some serious hashtag hiding, hiding in the bathroom, bathroom and hiding in the bathroom photos. Yep. Um, Our Twitter handle is at one bad mothers with an S. And uh, you can always join us on Facebook at one bad mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always also, if you didn't know this, you can uh, linked into this uh, episode. If you go down to our show notes, uh, you can also sign up to join our mailing list where yep. if you didn't know, we email you every week telling you that you're doing a great job. Yeah. Just go to MaximumFun.org and click on One Bad Mother. And at the end of every episode, we have a link to sign up for our email list and we will send you that email every week that's so right good job and while you're there at maximum fun you can also click on uh, a new tag that's there uh, regarding listener panels uh, for the new year max fun is going to uh, start trying to get our listeners more involved in giving our giving the max fun shows some feedback uh, what you like and uh, so what you do is you sign up and then every once in a while you'll get emailed some clips of some of the shows to hear what you think uh, so if that's something you're interested in doing, definitely go to MaximumFun.org uh, listener panels, which sounds actually now that I've said that a number of times, it kind of sounds like you know, death panels. <laughs> Join the MaxFun death panels. Um, that and actually makes it sound kind of cool. It does. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. It's more cool. Yeah. It's more cool. Yeah. And so as we say farewell to the year 2014, which I think I've oversaid this week on the show, Teresa? Mm-hmm. You are doing a really great job. Thank you. You did it. It's been a year. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it this year. We did it this year. Good job, Biz. Thank you. I did it this year. Yeah. Let's do it again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh. Bye. Bye. I got to load down Mama Blue. Got to slow down, Mama Blues. Got to slow down, Mama Blues. Slow down, Mama Blues.
that's low down mama blues got a low down mama blues you know that right We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlos, our engineer, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Listener-supported.